Hey listeners, rarely do I get to read an ad for a company that I've seen grow since inception. I'm so excited to tell you about Bev. Bev is breaking norms and changing drinking culture to empower women. 80% of adult beverage companies are still male-owned and operated, while 60 to 70% of the consumer is female. Bev is trying to change that. Bev has three canned wines that are crisp, dry, and a little fizzy. The fact that the wine is in cans makes it so easy to transport and take wherever you are. Get yours by going to drinkbev.com and use the promo code Jenny to get 15% off your order. Check it out. I promise it's really worth it. And you're supporting someone I love. Hey, everyone. I want to tell you about my new self-care practice. It's listening to the Forever 35 podcast. It's all about those self-care practices you love to text your friends about, and some self-care practices you thought nobody else did. Hosts Kate Spencer and Dory Shafrir discuss which face mist or serum they're loving, how to pronounce micellar water, and whether press-on nails are a thing again. They go more than skin deep. You'll also hear amazing stories about growth, self-acceptance, maintaining friendships, and learning when to let go. No topic is off-limits. And Dory and Kate get into it all with humor, honesty, and authenticity, along with guests like author Samantha Irby, chef Samin Nosrat, and even former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright. Seriously, I highly recommend it. So practice some self-care today. Put on a mask, a mist, or a moisturizer, and sit back, relax, and listen to Forever 35. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Tova Felchu, and today I'm excited to introduce today's episode of Encyclopedia Womanica featuring Katherine Hepburn. I had the honor of playing Katherine Hepburn in the amazing Howard Hughes opposite Tommy Lee Jones, and I studied her at length. She was still alive, doing A Matter of Gravity by Enid Bagnall at the Amundsen Center at the time. And what I loved about her the most is that she was a full-out member of the full life movement. She swam in the chilly Connecticut River every day of her life till she passed at 96 years old. And one day in New York, we were doing William Saroyan's The Time of Your Life. And I had the pleasure of working opposite Catherine Houghton. And guess who came to see us in the play? None other than the great Catherine Hepburn. Now here's host Jenny Kaplan to tell you more about Katherine Hepburn. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's leading lady was a stage and film actress, famously known for her grit. The American Film Institute named her the greatest female star of classic Hollywood cinema. Let's talk about Katherine Hepburn. Katherine Hepburn was born on May 12, 1907 in Hartford, Connecticut. Her father was a surgeon and her mother was a leader in the suffrage movement and an advocate for birth control access. Katherine later reflected on her socially conscious upbringing and acknowledged the immense role her parents played in her success. Growing up, Catherine deviated from gender norms. One summer, she cut her hair short and asked to be referred to as Jimmy, 
She said in an interview that, I thought being a girl was really the bunk, but there's no bunk about Jimmy. In 1921, while vacationing in New York, Catherine, then 14 years old, discovered the dead body of her older brother, Tom. Catherine subsequently dropped out of high school and received private tutoring. Though she rarely discussed the tragedy during her career, Catherine used Tom's birthday, November 7th, in place of her own. It wasn't until 1991 that she revealed the actual date of her birth. In 1928, Catherine graduated with a degree in history and philosophy from Bryn Mawr College, where she'd performed in shows. That year, she also married a man named Ludlow Ogden Smith, though the pair would divorce in 1934. After school, she appeared in a number of stock theater productions in Boston, New York, and Connecticut. Catherine later joked about her self-confidence as a young performer and said, I'm terribly afraid I just assumed I'd be famous. Despite her confidence, Catherine was fired on multiple occasions for being late, speaking too quickly, and mixing up lines. In 1932, Catherine starred in the Broadway production of The Warrior's Husband, which showcased her athleticism. The performance drew critical acclaim and proved to be Catherine's gateway into stardom. She was then invited out to Hollywood to do a screen test for RKO. Director George Cukor saw the test and later reminisced, saying, She was unlike anybody I had ever seen or heard. I was rather moved by the test, although the performance wasn't that good. But I thought, that girl is rather interesting. Catherine's first film role was in a movie Cukor directed called A Bill of Divorcement. I understand him. You're frightened of him, I'm not. Don't you see you'd be no good to him? I know how he feels. I'm his own flesh and blood. You're not. I can manage him and make him happy. You can't. Catherine made for an unconventional Hollywood star. She opted for pants instead of dresses at a time when it was uncommon for women to do so, and she often spoke in a frank manner. During her early years in Hollywood, Catherine said, I have an angular face, an angular body, and I suppose an angular personality, which jabs into people. In 1933, Catherine starred in the film Morning Glory, earning her the Academy Award for Best Actress. She then took the role of Joe in the film Little Women, a performance she considered to be one of her proudest. Oh, wait until I become a famous author and make my fortune. Then we'll all ride in fine carriages dressed like Flo King, snubbing Amy's friends and, and telling on March to go to the Dickens. <laughs> Come on, let's rehearse. We'll start with the, um... Oh, the fainting scene. You're stiff as a poker on that, Amy. Catherine would go on to be nominated for 12 Academy Awards, a record that has since been broken by Meryl Streep. She won three more times for Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, The Lion in Winter, and On Golden Pond. Still, Catherine wasn't always applauded by critics. After winning her first Oscar, Catherine returned to Broadway in The Lake. Dorothy Parker famously wrote of Catherine's performance. Miss Hepburn ran the gamut of emotion from A to B. A few of her films also flopped, leading some in the industry to lose faith in her ability to bring people to the box office. Catherine took matters into her own hands. In 1938, she starred in a show on Broadway called The Philadelphia Story. The lead character had been written for her. She played a wealthy woman who was about to marry for the second time when her first husband and a reporter show up to complicate things. 
I'm going crazy. I'm standing here solidly on my own two hands and going crazy. The play was a success. Plus, Howard Hughes had bought and given the rights to the show to Catherine. She took them to MGM and sold the movie rights on the condition that she would play the lead. That kind of deal was quite unusual for an actress to pursue at the time. It was remarkable that she was calling shots herself. The movie was also a hit, and Catherine kept her foot on the gas. In 1941, Catherine proposed the comedy Woman of the Year to MGM Studios and requested that Spencer Tracy be her co-star. The movie was another hit professionally, and it had a major impact on Catherine's personal life, too. Catherine and Spencer Tracy formed a romantic partnership for the subsequent 25 years until Spencer's death, though they never married. They made nine films together. Spencer died in 1968, less than a month after filming Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, their last movie together. Yeah, he made an impression all right. I wouldn't know how to fold him. Uh, Are you trying to fold him? No, of course I'm not trying to fold him. You know, his father is a mailman, Mm. retired now, lives in Los Angeles. Throughout her life, Catherine continued to star on screen and stage, wowing audiences and critics alike with her unique charisma. Catherine died of cardiac arrest in 2003, one month after her 96th birthday. She requested that no funeral or memorial service be held. Catherine Hepburn's career spanned more than six decades. She exuded strength in her roles and life, serving as an inspiration for those who watched her performances and those who followed in her footsteps. In a TV biography, she said, In some ways, I've lived my life as a man, made my own decisions. I've been as terrified as the next person, but you've got to keep a going. You've got to dream. Catherine's legacy lives on, from film to fashion. In that same biography called All About Me, Catherine said of dying, I have no fear of death. Must be wonderful, like a long sleep. But let's face it, it's how you live that really counts. Tune in tomorrow for a special episode brought to you by Care Of. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.